What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com. Na, 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 it's Chuck and Chernoff. Na, 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 it's Chuck and Chernoff. Shut up, Dan. You know what that means. It's time for Matt, Lana, and the King. Na, 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 na. It's Chuck and Chernoff. Na, 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 na. It's Chuck and Chernoff on the fan. Driving home, Atlanta is a traffic jam. But we got Chuck and Chernoff on the fan. Yeah. Na, 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 na. It's Chuck and Chernoff. Na, 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 it's Chuck and Chernoff on the fan. All right, we get it cranked up in our 3 o'clock hour. It's Chuck and Chernoff. We're on the fan. That means the mighty FM is cranked up, 93.7. And it's sunny outside, so the AM might be doing its thing at 680. And, of course, available on the 680 The Fan mobile app. My name's Matt Chernoff. Chuck Oliver, usually in that seat across from me, he's out today. Front office lows Carlos Medina, who you hear mornings on Extra 106.3, Atlanta's only conservative news talk station. You can hear him mornings with Tug and Rhino, 6 to 10, and the rest of the Extra lineup by downloading the Extra app. The 3 o'clock hour of the program brought to you by This Stuff Matters. Like and subscribe to This Stuff Matters, the podcast, posted at 680 The Fan's website, right under the podcast header, or at thisstuffmatters.net. Uh, let's all say hello to Carlos. Hey, Matt. Hey, Los. I'm horny. Oh, uh, well, you got to wait three, four hours before you can take care of that. Was I supposed to come up with a cartoon character that I want to have sex with? If you want to. I'm not going to judge. If you're into that, that's fine. Yeah. It was more of a Hoyt thing because he was really into. Don't get defensive. A couple of cartoon characters. And then he looked at me when I didn't have one. So Jessica Rabbit never did it for you? Uh, I mean, uh, I think it was about 10. Well, maybe like that. I mean, oh, yeah. When you grow into a man, Betty Rubble's not as attractive. No, but when you're, you're, right. you're a kid. When you're a kid, it's a different story. Oh, by the way, it's are the rules still apply? I was I was told by management I get to make one political joke an hour. Um, but in the interest of you right. and respect, if you say I can only do one show, Listen, I'll do what, one show. What, whatever makes you happen. Okay, I'm not wasting it now. Right? No, this is early. Yeah, I, way I, too I would, early. I would save it up because we have bigger fish to fry. Yeah, car line's coming. <laughs> We've got things cooking. Called the Falcons coaching search. The Atlanta Falcons coaching search, day eleven, and I'm already exhausted. You got some more days to look forward to. Things are moving. This from Ian Rappaport earlier today. Former Patriot coach Bill Belichick will have a second interview, and I laugh every time I read the word interview. Second interview with the Falcons and their brass this weekend after meeting with owner Arthur Blank one-on-one this past week. He writes things are ramping up with the greatest coach of all time. From Albert Breer, what those who know Bill Belichick have said is that the way the organization is set up 
will be a big piece of whether or not he takes the Atlanta job. Breer writes, I expect if he goes, we'll see a mix of guys he's worked with, guys he knows from New England, some who went with McDaniels to Vegas to coach for him. Ian Rappaport also pointed out nothing is firm, but the two sides are feeling out a potential partnership. He ended by writing the mutual interest is pretty strong. So the Belichick momentum, and this has been clear from day one, Arthur wants Bill. I've told you guys, I don't know that Bill wanted the Falcons, but if nothing else materialized, he wants Shula's record, and this might be the best, if not only, spot for Belichick. Lois, this reminds me of Brady after he left New England. Everybody thought there would be this huge market for Brady. All these teams, and it never materialized, so Tampa became a realistic opportunity. I think the same is kind of playing out here with Belichick, and I know some were waiting to see if Dallas or Philly opened. I don't even know if they were going to be interested. We were in the situation with Tom Brady where we all thought he's going to San Francisco. Then it turned into, no, he's not, and there's not a whole lot of options here, and then that's how the Tampa thing happened. To me, this is a perfect confluence. You have the Alabama job that's opened up, and so there's a lot of people that always mix between the two with Alabama and New England, and you have the Raiders job. So he's not going to have a problem putting a staff together. That's the last thing you should be worried about. He's going to have his pick of the litter. So the other news for me in Rappaport that uh, Jim Harbaugh's interview with the Falcons was also in person, and it was a one-on-one with Arthur Blank. So here's what I need explained. Why do you have a president of football ops? Why do you have a GM if you're conducting solo interviews? Now, it's his baby. It's his toy. He can do whatever he wants. But I would think as a very successful business person, I trust who I hire. And if I'm the owner, I'm going to sign off on who they recommend. In other words, guys, if you tell me you want to go talk to Harbaugh, that's fine. I just think we're doing this a little backwards. I don't want to make too big of a deal of it. But Arthur on a, on a yacht one-on-one with Bill and then Arthur one-on-one in person in Atlanta – with Jim Harbaugh not even having Rich and Terry in the room for the first go-around? Like, what is Arthur going to ask from a football standpoint that really is going to help him go, all right, now, Rich and Terry, you guys go vet Jim Harbaugh even more? It's a very backward scenario, typical of what I've said of the organization and the owner that they lost their way a long time ago. Can we point something out that was happening in New England? It was working. That doesn't happen here in Atlanta. In New England, everyone was always offered – Here's our deal. If you don't want it, we're going to trade you. Mm-hmm. And that was their standard. That's how it was. They were not going to pay top you know, top dollar, top market. They've never had one problem with Arthur Blank. And I think if you're interviewing these owners, that's important to you. It's that, Will, when I need a player, mm-hmm. will you go get them for me? Will oh, no. you pay what you got to? And I think that's where – because I, I think that when you're one out of 32, you pay attention to yours. I think he's probably got a reputation from Arthur, but I think a lot of it was – Hey, is the spending real? Because Arthur spent more than anybody in the NFL about four years ago. Right. There are different interpretations of Arthur Blank. For me, the fan of the team who has watched misstep after misstep, that's my calculation on Arthur. But if I'm a coach, yeah, I'd love working for the guy. He was always willing to pay up to the line of the cap. He's always going to put real money into it. And in Bill's case, because Arthur is so thirsty, he's so desperate, he's going to give Bill whatever. Like if Bill wants a fountain in his office – where you can throw coins in. There's a exactly. picture on it. Fondue fountain. He'll get it. And that's, to your point, Belichick or any candidate will love that. So now what will happen, Bill in his second interview will sit down, according to Rappaport, in front of the whole Falcons brass, including Rich McKay. And, yes, Terry Fondo will be there because I got very snarky on Twitter because I know my line was I'm sure Rich will be there nodding in agreement and everything Arthur says. Terry might be out the lunch, but both will be there. But, folks, make no mistake. This is Bill vetting them. This is Bill deciding, can I work with Rich? Will he stay out of my way? Can I cohabitate with Terry? Will Terry speak my language? Will Terry understand that we might be 
50-50, but Bill is going to be the ultimate decider if, in fact, Fontenot is even around. This is about Bill being comfortable with them, not them being comfortable with Bill. Arthur's already made it clear in the building he's the guy. Yeah, there's structure, and there's every every general manager we now have it in the NFL where it's a, it's a partnership with the coach. But when the coach has the power, it means it's 51-49. When the coach wants a certain player in the draft room, that's who he gets. When it's the opposite way, you know, early on when it was Thomas Dimitrov, yeah, he was listening to Mike, you know, Coach Smith, what are you, what are you looking for? Okay, but Thomas made the call. That's I, changed in the NFL now. Are we at a place, does any GM have the final say over, over roster anymore? Because it feels like Kyle Shanahan has final say. He's got John Lynch by his side. Kyle's got that. Here we saw what they did. Like, they can always say 50-50. My gut was Arthur Smith was going to win out if it was Terry and him. What do you think of this player and that player? And I think that's kind of the way it is around the league. I don't know that Bill at 72 is going to want to run everything like he, he did because there's so many hours in the day and you're, you don't have the energy. So to have somebody else who you can trust to speak the same language is going to be big. And if that's not Terry, he will go back to the well on one of his guys. You want the biggest turn of events? What if he wanted Dimitrov back here to speak his language? Ooh, that'd be delicious. Mm-hmm. Just something to think about. Uh, there's your Falcons coaching search day 11. I feel like we need a close. And that's the close of the Falcons coaching search. Basically, nothing has happened. Now back to one guy who misses Brian Hoyt and one guy who doesn't, Matt and Chuck. Well, not in this case. Well, I mean. Not in this case. As each day passes, it, you know, it gets easier, doesn't it? Does. It does. It, it's like being away from, you know, a drug. You're like, oh, one more day. I, I need to have it. Right. And then when you realize that he's out crocheting. Right. You're like, I don't really need that. Well, he did send me. Hoyt sent me two or three texts the other morning. I was like, oh, he's already reads. He's, like, he's wanting to talk to somebody about you know, uh, Caleb Downs, and he's sending me stuff about George's win with Mike White. I'm like, dude, you chose this. I mean, he, uh, I'm sorry. So he, he called me on the way in. Maybe I called him. One way or another, we were talking, and uh, he goes, I didn't realize how much I'd miss wanting to be able to talk about Saban not being here. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> it's like, hmm, yeah. it's interesting. Now, uh, he only gave you a show. He's the only guy in America who's <laughs> given a show and didn't want the show. Must be sucks to you. That's, That's right. right. He was always a wordsmith. Now, the beauty of what Arthur Blank wants out of Bill, and we'll talk more about this throughout the show, is yes, first and foremost, he wants to win. Duh. But you're seeing what the Bill Belichick effect on the Falcons franchise has been with just them interviewing him. They've never been this relevant. There have been little blips, right? It happened during the Michael Vick era because he was the most exciting player in the game. It happened for about five minutes when they were chasing Deshaun Watson because that was kind of interesting. Every day, it's somebody new locally, but more nationally. Belichick, Falcons, Belichick, Falcons. What will it look like? How will the they are going to be relevant more than they've ever been. I don't know if they'll win. I'm hoping they will, but none of us know the answer to that. But they will be more relevant than the franchise has ever been. That's what happens when you hire the greatest coach of all time. It's an air of legitimacy. It's relevance, correct. That's it's credibility. The fun part about it where he picked you. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's it's very you know what? It it's so funny how this really does, because we always talk about the clown show in Tampa and here's their here's their pirate ship and all the silliness. But when Tom went down there, that gave them an air of legitimacy. 100%. Like, okay, here's who they are. 100. Uh, let me play you a piece of audio. This is from Adam Scheid, one of the great voices. Shine on sports on the Mighty Mad Dog Sports Radio. He's just one of the many national voices who is singing the Belichick to the Falcon song. 
See, I look at the Falcons as a team that's ready to win with that kind of coach, Belichick or or Harbaugh. That's how I view the Atlanta Falcons. Defense has dudes. I believe that if you hire someone like Belichick or Harbaugh, that team instantly wins 10-11 games next year. Make the playoffs, be in position to make a run to the NFC title game. And frankly, it's the Tom Brady model, where Tom Brady left the Patriots and said, where can I find a team that's close in the worst division in the NFL and find a way to win a ton of games and a championship? The next three years that Bill is here would be the most aggressive, interesting years for the Falcons. Whether they win or not, nobody knows. You don't, I don't, any, nobody knows. But it'll be fascinating to see how the tale would play itself out. I still sit here and, and have my doubts that it will get to the finish line because it's happened so many times where Arthur thinks he's got something. Parcells, Gibbs, Deshaun. I'll believe it when they send out the uh, press release that Belichick has agreed to a deal. Won't that be that moment where we all look at each other and we're like, it really is happening. What a weird world. And That's... then I won't even mind the abuse. Like when we all go show up to Flowery Branch and we get the Bill Belichick treatment, that opening press conference is going to be so good. And then D-Led and Bill every week. I'm telling you, I saw some stuff that Bill Parcells did in Dallas. Maybe we can get into it tomorrow, but it, it's... You almost felt honored. You're like, I used to watch that on TV when he would do that to people. He just did it to so-and-so. You're asking a question with that gulp in your throat. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, coach. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and a couple of other quick coaching notes. Carolina completed a virtual head coaching interview with Cowboys DC Dan Quinn. So fast and physical could return to the NFC South. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn is scheduled to interview with the Commanders and Seahawks today. The you Chargers tomorrow. tomorrow. You, know, should... you know what he's done? What has he done? And again, this is from very disappointed Cowboy fan, but, you know, I, I got a fun season. This, mm-hmm. is what, this is how it ends. I know how that ends. Right. It's what it is. That man has managed to rebuild his entire resume from 28-3 and make people forget it and think he's back to being also defensive, uh, defensive coordinator and cool guy again. Problem is when he sits at the head of the table. It's different. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, we're uh, also monitoring Caleb Downs' watch all day. Alabama safety Caleb Downs is officially in the portal. We, we were waiting and wondering what would happen. Coming off a season with 107 tackles, the first freshman to ever lead Bama in tackles. I shouldn't say ever. The first time since 1970 it's happened. His dad, according to Steve Wilfong of 24-7 Sports, said that he expects a decision in the next 48 hours. Now, this was last night, so we could get a resolution in the next day or two which everybody expects will be him heading to Georgia. What a win that would be for Kirby. Everything makes it look that way. That he could team up with Malachi Starks for the best, not just best safety tandem in in college football now. You're going to start when you watch them play five or six games ago. This might be one of the best safety tandems football seen in in decades. Like, that's how talented those two guys are. This is how fun the reload portion of the season is. Yeah. And the timing for Kirby's like, all right, the old man's out. Let me go pounce. (laughs) Let me go go pill for some of his best players, and I'll start with downs. It's time to wing it. Presented by WNB Factory. Serving up Atlanta's best wings and burgers with over 60 locations. Find yours at WNBFactory.com. All right, we'll take your winging it idea answers at the Harrah's Cherokee Casino's Twitter feed. Since Dr. Medina is in with us today, we want my favorite doctor. My favorite doctor. Now, Los, I have two choices for you. I'm going to give you the first ever 16-year-old doctor, and I think he was 16. That was Doogie Howser, M.D., wonderfully awful sitcom from the 80s but only topping him would be the doctor of style slick one of the great wrestling managers of an era gone by it gave me so many laughs for so long love line when i got dr drew dr drew always playing the straight man and obviously the jokes and everything else that would go on but that was 
wonderful radio and a wonderful time. Have you seen Dr. Drew? He's yoked. Yeah. He, like he in went, his 60s. He's all yoked up. <laughs> he decided, I'm going to start doing some more of this digital Ooh. programming, and I'm going to get in crazy shape. Yeah, he looks great. Uh, Cullen Madden, your favorite doctor? Dr. Pimple Popper. I can't oh, watch that, is that a show. Gross show. I, I can't oh. do it. Like, I can't try it. I just, no. I think I made it about five minutes. It, it did find a lane, though, didn't it? Also, the chiropractic lady. The one who does that work when you see these people and you're like, I just, I just get queasy. Yeah, it's and I much. like chiropractic work. Yeah. Uh, Daquan, your favorite doctor? Dr. Phil. Talk about Elaine. <laughs> we'll I, I showed up on Oprah, then I turned into I mean, a multi, 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 multi-millionaire. Books, show, uh, <laughs> podcast, you name it. And it's always the same thing. Like, if I was advising you, I'd just go, stop drinking right. and driving. Make a better decision. Make a better Thank decision. You. Thanks, Phil. You guys will send your answers to the Harris Cherokee Casino's Twitter feed. Speaking of Dr. Medina, we're going to give you a chance to win Dr. Medina's dinner. I didn't know about this, and oh. I'm actually a little concerned. You should be. You well, can't I've win. been up since 4.30 this morning. Well, you got to get the uh, synapses firing. There was, there was not a nap today. We're doing it in 15 minutes. Coming up next, though, Arthur Blank and Bill Belichick are a perfect match. For one specific reason. We'll share it with you next. We're going to give you a chance to win some grub. Yes, our friends at Arnett's Chop Shop will deliver you dinner. Well, not deliver you. You have to go see them. and You should want to go see them. You can't win! Your chance to win Dr. Medina's dinner. You might be able to. Although, I heard a few weeks ago where... Chuck really struggled. I think it was like at least, at least two or three. He's had a rough beginning of the new year. So yeah. we'll see what you do in less than 10 minutes. If you want to play, you can jump aboard. You jump aboard us at 404-231-1680. Chuck and Chernoff are on the fan. That means we're on the uh, FM at 93.7, cranking it up on the AM at 680. And, of course, our 680, the fan mobile app. You heard Los's voice. He's in for the king. You can hear Carlos on Extra 106.3 each morning, 6 to 10. Atlanta's only conservative news talk station. Our sister station, Extra. 106.3 FM. Download the Extra app today. Still haven't burned my political joke. It's early. You got time. Yeah. Uh, the 3 p.m. hour is brought to you by This Stuff Matters. Probably not a good time to go into your joke from there. <laughs> like and subscribe to This Stuff Matters, the podcast. Posted at 680 The Fan's website, right under the podcast header, or at thisstuffmatters.net. So, yes, we are on Belichick Watch. <laughs> I mean, it's the way this world in in sports works, it just makes me laugh that it wasn't that long ago that, as I said yesterday, that man stole our soul. <laughs> and he hasn't returned it in seven years. So maybe as part of the hiring, he'll return the soul of the Atlanta Falcons. That man has a ring with 283 diamonds in it. Took our ring? Now nah, we helped him with the two buffoons that yep. were on the sideline not knowing how to tell time. But that's a story for another day. Here's the story for today. Art and Bill are a perfect match for each other right now. And I've said to you guys listening over and over, I have no idea if it works. But I'm not as negative on, on it as so many Falcon fans. But I can't sit here and tell you it's a home run, but I do know this. Those two are a perfect match because they have a window. And it's not like other windows where a coach has, well, you've got some time to turn it around or you can have success here and it'll be a long-term run. The NFL is not about long-term runs. There is no long-term window in the NFL. Anomalies will confuse you. Mike Tomlin, Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, those are anomalies. Everybody else has about two or three years in this league to figure it out or you're gone. It's becoming more like the NBA than it's ever been. And because Bill's age, and because of Arthur's age, Los, what I do know, while I don't know if it'll work, what I do know is pretty simple. The next three years of Falcon football, the day that Bill Belichick agrees to a deal, will be the most fascinating because Arthur Blank will be as ultra-aggressive as he's ever been. Remember the whole, we got the cap under control? 
that'll go by the wayside. They will make calculated risks in the draft. They will take calculated chances in free agency. They will try to do stuff in the next three years to give Bill every opportunity to first win his division, second be a team that can make a run of the playoffs, and whatever it looks like to give themselves a chance to win a championship, they're going to give to Bill. Now, what 2027 looks like for the Falcons, I have no idea. You could be in cap hell. The roster could be upside down. You might have to start over again. There is that risk. But while Bill and Arthur are together, Bill's going to ask for stuff, and Arthur's going to say yes to everything. Oh, you want to trade up 11 spots in the draft? You want to go get a quarterback? Oh, you want me to overpay this wide receiver in free agency? Oh, you want us to push that contract down the road, and we're going to be in cap hell? They're going to do it all for Bill Belichick. This is a window in which these two guys are trying their best to give Arthur Blank the one thing he wants, and that's that that Super Bowl trophy. Let's talk about where things are going to be different because one of the things that Bill Belichick has been able to do during the course of his career is build a culture in which he doesn't mind taking a few bad apples. He doesn't mind the Corey Dillons of the world, the Randy Mosses of the world, the guys that are a little bit sketchy. He's going to find a way to make it work with them. And so that's different than what we've seen here in the last several years where it's we need clean personalities. We need clean guys because we don't – when it's Bill, they're going to take risks. Bill's going to take risks. Yeah. That's what he does. This is going to look a little like what Tampa did around Brady. There's a reason Tampa's $80 million in cap hell, but to their credit, because nobody else in the division could sack up. They went and got Baker Mayfield, and they took you down. They went to the playoffs, but they were eight, they're $80 million in cap hell. They don't care. They got their championship. And in the three years, right, Tom was there three years. They went to the playoffs every year, and they got their championship. So who cares what becomes of it? And I'll say for the 50th time, I have no idea if that can happen here, if that can happen here. but I do know this. There are things in place that I think a lot of coaches would be intrigued by. Stud running back, pieces that you've drafted in the top 10, a defense that looked quality. It, it, even if it's not quality, what if I just said they were better than average? They were, I'll go with quality in this league. They were aided by poor quarterback play on the other side, but they at least – they weren't awful. Well, they weren't helped by good quarterback on their side They're either. Not wrong. You know, that's a lot of defense they had to play. My gut would be if they stayed intact with this group, they would come back. They would regress. But here's the thing. If they had Belichick, there's not going to be intact. They're going to go add stuff. They're going to go. They have a lot of money to spend again. Right now, they're close to $30 million under the cap with some cap gymnastics that won't be difficult from Heineke to Lorenzo Carter to Mike Hughes to a few others. They can get to $50 million. They can do all kinds of different things they want to do. And from that standpoint, as a Falcon fan, I will be fascinated. I am not as negative as some of the people are on this deal. I don't think Bill has gotten dumb. I don't like Bill having the full control. I'll wait to see if that is going to be part of the deal here. But I know this. If he has a – like, if you would have given him this roster this year, just leave it at that, this roster with these same two crappy quarterbacks, they would have won two or three more games. That's how much better he is at doing what he does over Arthur Smith. Same roster, same crappy quarterbacks, they would have won a couple of more games. I always enjoy playing, whether it's prize picks or anything else, when it's New England – because there's an MO that Bill Belichick has followed for the better part of 20 years, and you'd see it here too. Whatever you're really good at, I'm taking away. And that's his foundational element of every single one of his defenses that he coaches. And so if you tell me he's good enough for another two wins, I'm, I'm with you because there's things that he does where you just simply say, like, if you're playing Tampa, Mike Evans isn't getting loose. Okay? Like, that's just what's going to happen when you play them. You know, if you're going to play against New Orleans, it's going to be Kamara is not going to hurt us today. That's that's first and foremost what they're going to do. The idea of falconing goes away when you have somebody who's that prepared. You'll get beat at times. Mm -hmm. Like, that's going to happen. But I don't think that when you have a coach like Belichick, you give stuff away. You're not compliant in it. 
And I know that people are screaming, Matt, what happened the last couple of years? It's been bad in, in doing the last couple of years. Essentially, everything goes bad at some point. But it wasn't long ago, and I referenced this yesterday, that Belichick had a 10-win team with Mac Jones as a rookie going to the playoffs two years ago. Like, I know people want to pretend that didn't happen. Mac Jones has gotten progressively worse, and I think when McDaniels left to go to the Raiders, and Bill, this is Bill's fault. Bill put in Matt Patricia to, to handle stuff and Joe Judge, and things got worse. So I'm hoping Bill, even as big of an ego as he has, he can learn the mistakes he has made and say, all right, I'm going to do it a little different this time. And for the Falcon fan, I would hope that would give you some renewed hope. Can I give you my one concern? Sure, there are concerns. These, these guys always seem to do well. Now, obviously, the age is aging, but that's not bothering me. They always seem to do well when they get like a year away. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you're jumping right back into it. Oh, it's a concern. No that, that's my one concern because I would sit back and say, I got Bill Belichick. He's, he's going to be my coach. He's going to be ready to go. These guys, when they get that little bit of time for introspective thought, that's when they change things. It's suicide. You've seen him. You know how strong he is. You can't win. Mumbles here. Normally at this time, the audience tries to win the soy boys dinner. But today we're going to be graced by a true man that has a lot in common with me. We both uh, like things on the right side of the menu, if you know what I mean. Some call him a doctor, a conservative MD. I call him a great American because he doesn't know what it's like to feel the pain of the jab. It's time to win the good Dr. Medina's dinner. I didn't know we got Mumbles, a special engagement of the Southern White Rhino from so Atlanta. Pressed with the Mumbles. Who knew? <laughs> uh, thanks to Arnett's Chop Shop, we've got gift cards for you guys. If you have not gone to check out uh, Michael Arnett and his great team at Arnett's Chop Shop, the menu, second to none, the atmosphere, the ambiance, wonderful date night. I would tell you that. Or a boys' night. Like, you can cover it all at Arnett's. Go see our friends at Arnett's Chop Shop. We've got you taken care of with gift cards if you can win Dr. Medina's dinner. By the way, over the years of doing this game, I wrote about, I think the total was like near 7,000 questions for Chuck. <laughs> so there's a good chance that somebody's going to ask me something where I'm like, I wrote that like 12 years ago. We'll see if you have some good recall. We're going to find out. So we have three contestants. Dr. Medina is heading now to the lab where we've got him put away so he can't hear any of the questions. Derek Thomas will be your host with the most. Let me bring in our first uh, contestant. Here is Sean with Chuck and Chernoff on the fan. Sean, how are you doing? Doing good, Matt. How are you? Excellent, my friend. Uh, tell me a little about you. Have you ever played the game with us? Yeah, I've had some pretty good luck against Chuck, but uh, Dan Matthews beat me once, so I guess oh. that's a big black mark. Yeah. So here's what I've, I've had friends ask. How do some of these guys get back through? Because the phone lines go nuts. Sean, you must be, like, ready to hit the, the dial button there right when we ask because you have some good success getting through. I'm very impressed. Well, I appreciate that. It's long-time listener, a lot, lot of time caller. Love it. All right, uh, Sean, your category choices are doctors, know-it-alls, or the right We'll go with doctors. Doctors it is. Let's put 60 seconds on Sean's game clock. We'll see if he can win Dr. Medina's dinner from Arnett's Chop Shop. Jane Seymour played this medicine woman on a TV series from Night Quinn. That is correct. This doctor is known for the beats created in his lab, as well as his beats headphone empire. Dr. Dre. That is correct. Hugh Laurie portrayed this title character doctor on TV from 2004 to 2012. House. That is correct. This doctor has been portrayed by Benedict Cumberbatch in multiple Marvel, Marvel movies. Uh, Doctor Strange. That is correct. Know your world capitals. Santiago is the capital of this South American nation. Chile. That is correct. Mental math. 45 minus 14 is what? 
31. That is correct. Cowboys over-unders in franchise history. Dallas has tied over or under six and a half games. Ooh. Uh, over. Is incorrect. All right, Sean, hold on one second. Let's get uh, Dr. Medina back from the lab where we've got him uh, put away so he can't uh, hear any of the questions. Uh, that was Sean, your opponent there. What's up, Sean? Dr. Medina, who uh, has played the game with us before, had a nice run of luck, although he said what kills him and eats him uh, eats away at him this time is that Dan Matthews beat him Oh, at some juncture in the past. Yeah, so. Sean, I wouldn't really get too caught up in that one. Dan, every now and then, would just very long questions. Well, he actually played the game, I think. I think Dan. I think we had a special engagement where Dan actually played. Oh, so he lost. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I thought Dan no. beat you because of the question length no, of time. he would do that regularly. Shut up, Dan. He's not here to defend himself. That's unnecessary. All right, he's loved. All right, uh, your category is doctors. It's doctors. Doctors. Does Dr. Medina take a deep breath? Like a horse. I guess so. Let's put 60 seconds on his game clock. We'll see if Dr. Medina can keep his dinner from Arnett's Chop Shop. Jane Seymour played this medicine woman on a TV series from 1993 to 1998. Dr. Quinn. That is correct. This doctor is known for the beats created in his lab as well as his... Dr. Dre. That is correct. Hugh Laurie portrayed this title character doctor on TV from 2004 to 2012. Uh, Pass. This doctor has been portrayed by Benedict Cumberbatch in multiple Marvel movies. Doctor Strange. That is correct. Know your world capitals. Santiago is the capital of this South... Chile. That is correct. Mental math. 45 minus 14 is what? Uh, That is 31. That is correct. Cowboys over-unders. In franchise history, Dallas has tied over or under six and a half games. Over. Incorrect. Hugh Laurie portrayed this title character doctor on t- on TV uh, 2004 to 2000. It's a single name, 12. and he's a jerk. <laughs> uh, that's that's his whole bit. Oh, uh, house. That is correct. Oh my god, go. where did you pull that from? I was trying to remember. Wow. It was, it, and, and you know how I remember this? This is unfair. Mm. Remember when you gave away a house? I did. It was the DVD of the house. house. Matt and Chuck gave right. that away in like 04. Right. And that's how I remembered. So we went back and looked at the tape. The ball left your fingers before the red light came on. So we have a tie. Oh, what? You don't have to go anywhere. Just score tied. And at the end of regulation, we'll go into overtime. All right. So the question will be offered. Overtime rules in the playoffs. Again with this. The question will be offered to uh, to Los and to Sean, whoever's closest. We'll end up with the Arnett's card. Uh, DT offer it to Sean. All right, Sean. You're going to get to doctor. Be careful. Um... We're looking for a year right here, whoever's closest. Don't worry about over or under or anything like that. Just be the closest. The polio vaccine was officially licensed in the United States in what year? 1921. All right, let's get Los back in. Hold on one second, Sean. The same question will be offered to Los. That was offered to Sean. Uh, DT, take it away. All right, Dr. Medina, this should be right up your alley. The polio vaccine was officially licensed in the United States in what year? 1924. Actual retail price? Actual year was 1955. Los is closer. You can't win! Jab, jab. Sean's at 21. Was, thought it was like 24, 34. Good somewhere for you. Right All right, congratulations to Alos. I feel bad about that one because Sean seemed like, that's a worthy opponent. I thought yeah. six. I was like, I got this thing. No you problem. You pulled it out there. You the did. Very you hey, hey, now. Listen, he little buzzer beater there for the uh, win for Los. Jab, Let me, jab. <laughs> welcome in Brian, our next contestant, with a chance to win Dr. Medina's dinner. Hi, Brian. Hi, how are you? Excellent, my friend. Uh, have you played along with us before? 
I never have. Oh, this is exciting. I love a newbie. Brian, what do you do for work? Uh, financial services. Ooh, big money guy? Uh, ebbs and flows. Couple of how, a couple of homes? Do you have a summer home? or? I got kids. That's about it. Yeah, I know what that's like. We all could have been rich without them blood-sucking. We could have. I apologize, Brian. Uh, your uh, category options are know-it-alls or the right? Uh, know-it-alls. Know-it-alls it is. Let's put 60 seconds on Brian's game clock. We'll see if you can win Dr. Medina's dinner from Arnett's Chop Shop. This know-it-all was a German-born theoretical physicist best known for developing his theory of relativity. Uh, Newton. Is incorrect. No, this know-it-all mathematician John Nash was portrayed by Russell Crowe in this 2001 movie. Um, beautiful Mind. That is correct. That's correct. This know-it-all is apparently good friends with Lil Wayne and is best known for leaving his talk show on ESPN to join Fox Sports. Pass. Know-it-all Ross Geller from Friends was portrayed by this actor. Oh, man. Path. World capitals. Oslo is the capital of this European country. Path. Mental math. 60 divided by 5 is what? Uh, 13. It's incorrect. Cowboys over under. Mm. All right, hold on one second. Brian, as we get uh, Dr. Medina back from the lab... He'll be offered the same questions that Brian Brian was offered. Uh, Brian, by the way, first-time player. Another good dude. Financial services. Oh, nice. Does, right up my alley. Does really well for himself, although he said he, got, he has a bunch of kids, so they end up. Oh, they oh they, they sop eat, it all up. They eat into the fortune. Yeah. They always do. That that whole travel volleyball with two oh. kids. <laughs> Think how rich we'd all be. So oh, much better God, off. These kids. I, I could afford shoes. We love them, but I mean. What was my point? Oh, yeah. Your uh, category here is know-it-alls. Uh-oh. <laughs> know-it-alls. <laughs> kind of wonder what direction we're going here. Take a deep breath. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> All right, good. Let's put 60 seconds on Dr. Medina's game No clock. idea what I was trying to say there. Neither do we. We'll see if he can keep his dinner from Arnett's Chop Shop. This know-it-all was a German-born theoretical physicist. best known Einstein. For- that is correct. Know-it-all mathematician John Nash was portrayed by Russell Crowe in this 2001 Beautiful movie. mind. That is correct. This know-it-all is apparently good friends with Lil Wayne and is best known for leaving his talk show on ESPN to join Fox Sports. Ooh, pass. Know-it-all Ross Geller from Friends was portrayed by this actor. Oh, uh, David Schwimmer. That is correct. World Capitals, Oslo is the capital of this. Norway. That is correct. Mental math, 60 divided by 5 is what? Uh, 60 divided by 5 is 12. That is correct. Dallas over unders. The Cowboys have won over or under 35 and a half playoff games as a franchise. One, uh, over. That is correct. And you skipped this know-it-all apparently friends with Lil Wayne, best known for leaving his talk show on ESPN to join Fox Sports. Mm. Jason Whitlock. Incorrect. Your friend Skip Bayless. Ah. Now, the Cowboy number, that's impressive considering they haven't won many in the last 30 years. So that they had a run Don't for a while. Me. I'm sorry. You know that they did their thing in the 90s. I almost, did, I almost did everything from 1996. I just started but, okay. I just started driving. That's the last time I saw an NFC championship game. Uh, you got six. We'll just say Brian got fewer than you. you okay. Well, listen, like financial five. services, Brian, you keep bringing yeah. in the coin, brother. You got five fewer than you. It's okay, though. All right, hop out, Los back to the lab as we welcome in our final contestant. Here is James with Chuck and Chernoff on the fan. James, how are you? Doing well, Matt. How about you? I am excellent, my friend. Uh, you ever played along with us before? 
Uh, been about a year and a half, so I'm 0 for 2, but third time's the charm, let's say. Well, we missed you. It's a different, a different opponent in the octagon this time with uh, Los. What kind of work do you do, James? I'm a pastor. Wow, good for you, doing God's work. That's nice. And you still have somehow listen to this show. That's right. It's my uh, sanctification. <laughs> All right, I get it. He uh, is risen. <laughs> James, your uh, category here is the right. All right, so not the left? <laughs> Just the right. Let's put 60 seconds on James' game clock. We'll see if he can win Dr. Medina's dinner from Arnett's Chop Shop. In geometry, a right angle is exactly how many degrees? 90. That is correct. This right fielder hit 60-plus home runs three different times as a member of the Chicago Cubs. Same as Sosa. That is correct. This right is an actress best known for her starring roles in Forrest Gump and The Princess Bride. Julie Andrews? Incorrect. This outfielder actually played left field because he refused to stop the steal, swiping more than 1,400 bags over his Hall of Fame baseball career. Ricky Henderson? That is correct. (laughs) Know your world capitals. Lisbon is the capital of this European nation. Portugal? That is correct. Mental math, 12 times 4 equals what? 48. That is correct. Cowboys over under. Dallas has lost over or under 31 and a half playoff games. Over. Incorrect. All right, hold on one second there, uh, James. We'll get uh, Los back in here from the uh, lab as we uh, see if he can match what we just heard from James. That was Pastor James, by the way. Let me make sure I mention that. Pastor James, who, uh, good man, has played with us, uh, but it's been a while. It's been about a year and a half. Makes me feel good that, like I said, he's doing God, uh, God's work and he's listening to this show. I'm just glad we have still... Quality people that pay right. attention to this program makes me feel makes me when feel I better. left, I wasn't sure. Anymore. Right? Yeah, we were going right down. You know what? Everything's good. Uh, your category this round is the right. <laughs> you should be very comfortable. Did, did we, I'm. This is what y'all think of me, huh? Is this is this what it is? Uh, go ahead and take a deep breath. Was that the lowest chicken? Okay, it's very as good. strong as the horse. I guess it really so. Is. Let's put 60 seconds on Dr. Medina's game clock. I'm going to miss every one of these just to prove y'all wrong. I don't think you have it in you. going to be the Rachel Maddow of the show all of a sudden. <laughs> Let's see if you can keep your dinner from Arnett's Chop Shop. In geometry, a right angle is exactly how many degrees? 45 degrees. Incorrect. Oh, the, uh, the, no, no. This right fielder hit 60 home plus home runs three times as a member of the Chicago Cubs. Uh, Sammy Sosa. That is correct. This right is an actress best known for her starring roles in Forrest Gump and The Princess Bride. Oh, uh, pass. This outfielder actually played left field because he refused to stop the steal, swiping more than 1,400 bags in, over his Hall of Fame baseball career. Uh, Ricky Henderson. That is correct. Know your world capitals. Lisbon is the capital of this European nation. Oh, uh, pass. Mental math, 12 times 4 equals what? 48. That is correct. Cowboys over under. Dallas has lost over or under 31 and a half playoff games. Under. That is correct. This right is an actress best known for her starring roles in Forrest Gump and The Princess Bride. You're looking for Robin Wright Penn. Robin Wright Penn. I knew it was three names, and I just couldn't do it. You did well, though. You got four. It doesn't feel strong enough. Well, you would be right. Congratulations, Pastor James. You win. You win. Nice. I'm glad I... 
I'm glad I lost to the right person. You, you did indeed. So Pastor James is going to uh, go speak some gospel over there at Arnett's Chop Shop. Enjoy that dinner on us, Lisbon. James. Oh, you were looking for what, Portugal? That's Portugal. Oh. Yeah. yeah, that's the tip of my tongue. That's okay. Uh, do we give him his own music or does he get Chucks? He gets Chucks. I would have thought he would have had something more sort of rightish and conservative in the music. You got to play the national anthem? <laughs> Communist. <laughs> There's your joke for the hour. No, it's not. That wasn't the one. That wasn't the one. It's out. You're done. You guys can go see our friends at Arnett's Chop Shop. Go say to Michael Arnett and the great crew over there. All right, coming up, the new coach will not be enough. Not for the Falcons anyway. We know it's going to take a quarterback. So it's time to choose your own quarterback adventure. Los will lay out the options for us next. I just heard Derek Thomas refer to him as Big Bill Belichick for well, the first you know, time. It's a pretty big deal. All right. Well, no, I agree. He's the GOAT, but now he's Big Bill. We can go with that. It's Chuck and Chernoff. We're on the fan. I'm Matt. Chuck usually with me. That's Carlos. Carlos Hi. Medina. He's typically over on Extra 106.3. That's Atlanta's only conservative news talk station. You hear him 6 to 10. We do sports talk radio all day long, starting at 6 a.m. with the locker room that runs through 10. Then the Buckster, Buck Ballou, he was a Georgia National Championship winning quarterback. He's on 10 to 11. Then two Yankees are on 11 to 2. That's uh, Chris Domino and Nick Chilini. And then we come back on. We'll do it all again tomorrow. All right. Try to identify ourselves. Oh, 745 tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Chinese Cultural Revolution. Going to break it all down. See, that's a tease. Like a, a, like or if you want to hear like about. a 16-hour tease on a different station. Lining out your next quarterback with the Falcons. That's coming up in like 10 seconds. You can do both. I mean, what Either a world. One. Yeah, well, we can cover both of those elements. So uh, this is Choose Your Own Adventure. I always like these. What are my options? All right. So we've got a Falcons Choose Your Own Adventure. And if you've ever done this, is where I give Matt a multitude of options. And understand this, Matt. Mm. It's like a door in like an Indiana Jones movie. Mm-hmm. Like if you step through the wrong ones, like a bunch of spikes. Door. Yeah. Right. Like yep. it's, it's bad. Sure. You know, it's just it's going to be evil. And right. so here are the options I'm laying out. God for knows you. I'm a Falcon fan, so I've stepped through those doors many times. So behind door number one is this. When you start looking at the projections on veteran quarterbacks, which we think that if you were going to bring in Bill Parcells, that's or Bill Belichick, that's definitely going to be a very viable option. Okay. Give me an adult who knows what they're doing back there. Right. If you want to look at the projections, for instance, Kirk Cousins, if he does not get a new deal in Minnesota, which I don't see how they don't. Agreed. Only, only because it's $28.5 million in dead money if you don't re-sign him. And believe it or not, whatever you get for... Cousins is kind of a bargain compared to the going rate of the market. Here's what the market is. For a player of his caliber who has accomplished what he has, you're looking at about a four-year, $150 million deal with $60 million guaranteed. That was the Derek Carr deal in New Orleans, which we look at and we're like, how did he get $150 million and $60 million guaranteed? Well, because of what he accomplished, which was a whole lot of stats, some wins, some playoff appearances, but no deep runs. Right. It's $150 million. Now, you say 150. I only care about the guarantee. 60 million. I could live with that. Again, I know what I'm getting. I'm not getting a great, but I'm getting a really good. And like you said, he steps right in. He can speak whatever language the OC is going to speak, and I have a chance right away. But I'm not convinced he's leaving Minnesota. So there's got to be another option. Now, how about free, free? As in, like, there is no way that this person, like, they can get a new deal, but there's no weird dead money attached to them. Hmm. That ends up being, like, for instance, a Geno Smith in Seattle. That's the kind of deal Baker Mayfield's looking at. Three years and about thirty million guaranteed, about Which, three and seventy-five. I would never do it. I would tell Tampa to run the other way, but they're going to do it because everybody's so desperate. They're going to think what they saw this year is real. I want nothing to do with that. All right. So then let's talk about 
trade. Because we constantly hear this. This was the big buzz as of three weeks ago. Justin Fields just did this to us, and he's a local guy, and this is what he's going to be able to do. And you have routinely people talking about what that's going to cost. Now, mm-hmm. I believe that's a third or fourth rounder. That's that's what you're seeing the going rate has been. So I would do something in that neighborhood with a chance to have it escalate up if we resign him. That's But when I hear people doing the dumb first-round pick for Fields, that's silliness. He's only got two years left on a deal. All right, so take a listen. This is Colin Cowherd, which oftentimes when it comes to NFL draft-oriented stuff, I'm like, that's not the person I go to. But in this case, I think Colin's spot on. So I saw Mel Kuyper made this comment. Mel's a draft guy. He said the Bears could get a first-round pick from Atlanta for Justin Fields. You could get the eighth pick overall, said Mel Kuyper. I would not do that. (laughs) I would not do that if I'm Atlanta. Justin Fields was the 11th pick, and based on his uneven, spotty career, you think he's more valuable? And whoever gets him has less contract control than the Bears did. Whoever trades for him has to pick up his fifth-year option mm-hmm. in May, meaning you got to sign him to an extension, and you've never seen him play for your squad. He no, goes on to yeah. call him a more athletic Desmond Ritter. So I would roll the dice on Justin, again, if I'm giving up a middle of the you know third, fourth-round pick with a chance to have it become a second or third if we re-sign him. I mean, you're only re-signing because you think, I can make this last long-term. The idea that giving up a first-round pick for Justin Fields makes sense would mean you're locked into re-signing him because you'd feel compelled because you gave up such a great amount of draft capital. So that's not realistic. A first-round pick, nobody's doing that for Justin. I don't see that happening. But if you're talking about middle of the draft, kind of, yeah, absolutely. Why not at that point? Trey Lance was able to get a fourth. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of been so, the going rate for a lot of these guys that are young and unproven. All right, so do a third for Justin. If you want to do that, I'm fine with I could live with that. All right, let's look at the big move-up deal. This is door number three. You only got four doors. You get to decide which one. Mm-hmm. Door number three is this. You trade your first and second rounders this year, your first rounder and your second rounder in 2026, and a player, Kyle Pitts could be somebody, to move up because that's what Carolina did Mm -hmm. in order to move all the way up to the top of the draft board from where they were sitting in that 8, 9, 10 range to then make sure you get the quarterback you absolutely positively want. That's that's kind of what it looks like. And if Chicago decides they are going to ride with Justin, Mm -hmm. I think that certainly becomes what the going rate for the market is. So did you... On purpose, say 2026 is the second part yes. of it, so you'd skip the 25 picks. You, you, what you would have is is what they gave away mm-hmm. in terms of what it would be this year are 2024 first and second rounders, right. a first rounder in 25, and they're giving a second rounder in 2026. That's the, the Carolina model deal, what they gave up. So that would hurt. Yeah. I, I would do it. If you, if you want to get back into the business of a big-time quarterback and what everybody, and I say everybody, what a lot of people who I trust to evaluate this stuff think Caleb Williams is one of the best two or three quarterback prospects we've seen in the last couple of decades. In fact, some have said the best since Andrew Luck. That's what it's going to cost. That's what it's going to cost. Now, does that make it harder to get stuff around him? Yes, but that's the job of hopefully a good front office that, like I'll use the Rams as an example. Remember when we wrote the 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 end of the Rams story that was going to be death after they gave up all the picks? They were back in the playoffs this year. Start looking at uh, Kieran Williams and start looking at Puka Nukua. You have other picks. You're allowed to get them right in other places. I don't want to give up that much draft capital, but that's what it costs. I would do it to go get Caleb Williams. Absolutely. Here's your last option. Your last door. Door number four. Four years, $22 million, draft a quarterback eighth overall. So that's, you, that's the contract. Are you telling me Jaden Daniels is there, for instance? One way or another, he's all a crapshoot at this point. I know. You know Whether it's Jaden Daniels, I'm not big into the whole Michael Penix I'm thing. I'm with you. I'm not as much on Penix as other people. I'm no. not into the Bo Nix thing as much. I'm not in the J.J. McCarthy area. No, but, but some think McCarthy could talk could be talked about as a top 15 pick when it's sure. all done. And if it was Harbaugh here, that would be it. 
I, of all those options, I want to trade for the one that I feel has the highest ceiling, and that's Caleb. Even though it's going to cost you, I want the guy that I think could step on the field this year. I'm going big because I've got Belichick anyway. If he ends up signing here, yes. Now, Belichick with a young quarterback is another one. To, who's his OC? Is it Josh McDaniels? Because here's the thing. McDaniels is an awful head coach. Really good OC. Really good OC. And just know, three out of these four doors, like you step through it, and it's a trap. You know, it's Hillary Clinton steps up and suicides you. There it is. He got it in. He just beat the buzzer. You can hear Los mornings on Extra 106.3. Uh, coming up this weekend. Two, one, th- beat it. This weekend will remind Falcon fans of what could have been. Weekend at Bernie's too. Even better. Had they made a third installment of that wonderful movie. We'll talk about it next. What are your plans for your business this year? Hey, it's Tug. Do you want to expand and grow? Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you got a new person to deal with? You have to start all over again? You don't have that with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they want to know you. Unlike big banks, they want to partner with you. The Frost family knows the patterns. They know the ebbs and flows. They know business. Get to know them at FirstLibertyGA.com. Building a building? Buying a building? Buying a franchise? Expanding? Reach out to them. Spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. You do that at FirstLibertyGA.com. And by the way, if you're a young banker and want to work with a team that is faith-friendly and has a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to them today. First Liberty Building and Loan. FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.